The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to George's Box Something Yankees. It's uh, Thursday. I'm actually recording this on Wednesday, so I can tell you what's up to date in the world. It still sucks. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Flatten the curve. All that stuff. Uh, But I'm here to give you something Yankees to talk about, think about, discuss, tweet about, whatever you want to do with it. And this week, I am joined by Austin, a fishing mailman on Twitter. Uh, Austin's deal is he is 22 years old. I am 35, so I am Moses old compared to him. Uh, and he wanted to talk about where baseball's going. Young person's perspective. I think, you know, as a 35-year-old, I have my point of view on where things are and fears and things like that. So I'm actually super excited to hear from someone who is only 22. And I think next week I have someone who I obviously haven't set it up with yet who is 18 who wants to talk about just being a Yankee fan at 18. So that's kind of interesting. Austin, how are you doing? Not too bad, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks God, for 18, coming on. You're, 18, you're making me feel old now. Jesus. Right? Dude, it's crazy. I, was, I had last year for George's box, there were two kids who were in like high school who came up to me. They were like, yeah, like I'm, one of them was 15. He was like, I'm 15. I listen to your show. Oh, and my like, God. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> do you know what I say? You, you don't like just don't listen to this. Yeah, and this is like a toned down compared to like other podcasts I've had in the past. So, um, first of all, thank you very much for coming on. Second, thank you for uh, I know you're a mailman uh, as per your Twitter handle, so you're out there still working and still you know doing stuff and getting things done uh, in these crazy times. So I appreciate it. I'm sure uh, the people who are in your I don't know what it is jurisdiction uh, appreciate it as well. <laughs> I guess kind of just town and the the roots that I cover. I guess you would you would call it. <laughs> Before we get into the baseball stuff, can I ask you a mailman question? Yeah, go right ahead. So you're 22. I would assume you just recently started this job. Like you haven't been doing it eight years. No, I started it last year. Okay, so you've been doing this job for a year. Is this it? Like, is this just what you're going to do for your life? Yeah, I'm set for life. Like that's I, it. I'm I'm set for the rest of my you life. You don't have to worry about a job interview ever again nope. in your life. Nothing. You. Be a mailman. Like, if you want, I'm sure there are, like, you know, levels up if you want. Oh, to yeah. I can I can go up if I want to. But, like, the it's I'm set for life because I can put into my retirement, you know, all that pension and everything. 
you know, government healthcare. It's it's a pretty nice gig. I yeah. love my job. Yeah, like you, I just while I was like getting ready to do this, I saw your mailman. I was just like, I wonder what it's like. I always think about that. Like I have a buddy who just started working at the Port Authority in New York, and he does like uh, re- recruitment. And he was just like, yeah, I just like as long as I don't punch someone in like the first year, like I'm set for life. Yeah, exactly. You get your first year or like 90 days, it's something like 90 days of uh, working. And as long as you just don't like do anything terrible because it's still protected by a union, like I'm, I'm set. It's, That's awesome. it's a great job. And I just drive around and listen to podcasts all day and I just put paper in metal boxes. Love it, man. Well, thank you very much for, uh, I guess, thank you for your service. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> so as a 22-year-old, that means you were born in 1998? 97. 97. I'm turning, 20, I'm turning 23 this year. Jesus. Fuck. I won a Little League championship in my town when the year you were born. Um, <laughs> so you're born in 1997. So you don't remember any of the early World Series. You are Nothing. 12 for 2009, 12 or 13. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I barely remember that. that okay. Series, barely. Because, like, for me, I was 11 for 96, and that's, like, I remember that because I'm, like, you're just getting into baseball, so it's, like, kind of hit or miss right. at that age. So right. as a 22-year-old who's become who is a baseball fan who really doesn't remember any, like, championships, like, how do you feel about baseball? Like, where is it going? What's the thing you want to, uh, you know, something Yankees to talk about? Well, something Yankees, I really, really wish that they would show more personalities of the players themselves. I get like the Yankees, you got the tradition, you know, all buttoned up, you know, closed mouth and, you know, Jeter and Judge, they, they're they the, the, like to the T of what that is. But I just want to see more. I want to see more from the players. Like, I think it was yesterday, the day before I was on Twitter and I saw a video of Luke Voigt at batting practice hitting the side of the cage like twice as if it was a trash can during BP. And I, it was hysterical. And I think that they should, maybe not that because PR probably would have an issue with that, but like show more of the people themselves. Like this year, they mic'd up people for spring training all over. And I, that was amazing. I, I thought that they should have been doing that years ago because that's how I think the younger generation really gets into it. Because that old button-up style, they just see that as like, oh, that's the old way. That's the way my grandfather watched it. That's that's not with the young people because young people want big. They want flashy. You know, they want Jose Bautista bat flips every single game. So, so I wonder. So, what do you, do you like the Yankees shaving policy? Are you just like that stupid? Get rid of it. Um, for some people, I would say shave it because they probably just can't grow a beard <laughs> but like i think if it if it's trimmed up it doesn't look like you're homeless i mean i i think that'd be all right i think it's you know time to loosen that up a little bit see but i, I like it i like the shaving rule i think it establishes have you seen garrett cole freshly shaven like that yeah so like great. he was the first time <laughs> i thought about like maybe there should be an exception because he just doesn't look as intimidating but yeah exactly and i'm a guy who keeps scruff but I think of it like it establishes like right away like there's a rule. So in a, I don't know if it's an equivalent, but like when I was in college, I was in a frat and we had – you come in this big beautiful house and there's this big beautiful staircase 
and you could not use that staircase unless you were a brother or direct family. If you were a girl that came over or like someone's buddy or whatever, you had to use the back staircase, which was just like, we called it the pig shoot. It was, it's mean. Um, so like if I came over with my girlfriend, we had to go up the back stairs. Uh, she became right. sweetheart. Now my wife, so she could then use the front stairs cause she was considered like a brother. But if you brought someone over or we had a party or whatever, they always knew the back stairs. And our whole thing with that was like that establishes a rule right off the, cause you think it's a free for all. You think it's exciting. You can get caught up in the, like the fun of like a frat party. The same way you get caught up in like becoming a Yankee. Like that's exciting. It's the pinnacle right. of baseball, but now it's like, it's Oh, the by the way, team ever. there are rules right out of the game. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like see that. that. The counter argument to that to be is, you know, it is the Yankees and that's held to a standard in and of itself. I mean, I'm not saying totally get rid of the rule and everyone walk around with, you know, mountain man beards, but maybe just like allow a little bit more leniency to to have players maybe express themselves a little bit more. So I because think mentioned it earlier. Clemens was allowed to have five o'clock shadow on days that he pitched, you know, like I think he. Like, he earned that over, like, a career of being a guy. Like, I'm sure if Garrett Cole wants to have 5 o'clock, like, he doesn't want to shave the day he's pitching, he can get away with that. But, like, two days before he could shave, he'll be fine. I can, I can, see, I can see your point, and I think, I think it's a valid argument. I think that both sides have, have some sort of leeway both ways, and I totally see what you're saying. So then what other things do you think, as, like, as a 22-year-old, about baseball and where it's going? Because... At 35 and someone who's like, I guess, in sports media and I've worked in like advertising media and all this stuff for years, um, I'm always worried about it because I don't think they're doing enough. There's not the mic'd up. Uh, if I tweet a highlight, I might lose my Twitter account, so I don't do that, which doesn't show all the best shit that's happening in the game the same way the NBA has got you know, Steph Curry shooting from half court on Vine four seconds after it happens. Right, exactly. Like when LeBron got dunked on by Zion and he immediately goes and drains a half court shot that's up immediately. And like the NBA encourages that. And I think that's sort of, they missed that, that like my generation in that sense, because when you put so much like restrictions on all the media and all the outlets, it just seems like they're stuck in, like, it seems like they're stuck in the nineties in the sense of they're not allowing their, product to be seen by the most amount of people possible and they're not allowing people to get excited about it and show like the hype videos or anything like that because you might get your stuff taken down or demonetized whatever what have you and i feel like that's a huge huge thing that would be the step in the in the right direction if they allowed it i think when it's like uh you know well you talk about like jose batista's bat flip and stuff i think when you see the world baseball classic like when they play the WBC, we see, right. especially for the Latin players who get together and, you know, I don't know what, you know, like they, they've maybe re-feel their culture, whether it's like Puerto Rican, Dominican, whatever it is. So they play the way you see in like the Dominican Winter Leagues. You see they're loud, they're dyeing their hair together, they're doing all sorts of shit like that right. um, versus, you know, once we're back to the game, it it is almost like. You know, it's a it's a game controlled by old white men. 
The umpires exactly. are pretty much all old white men. The owners are all old white men. The league office is all old white men. So it's a very old Can white men sport. Can we get robo-umps, please? Robo-umps is the number one thing You want on robo because I want robo-umps. It's bad. How many times can we sit back there and watch Joe West, like, sit basically in the other batter's box calling balls and strikes or Angel Hernandez just blowing? It's blowing calls. It's, it's I don't know bad. how I, mean, I feel about Another them. thing. I would just like – I don't know that I want robo-umps as much as I would just like more accountability and transparency to penalties for doing a bad job. Yeah, that's that. That's a huge thing. If they had that, I think I would ease off, you know, beating the Robo Umps drum. And I feel like if they just define what a strike really is and adjust properly for people who are like six foot twenty, like Judge, who's getting a strike halfway down his shins, it's, that's I feel like that's frustrating for me. And I'm not even in the box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean I get it. So what else as a 22-year-old do you not like about baseball? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's run by old white dudes, and they're just stuck in their ways. And I just don't think that they're I, – I don't want to – I know how it sounds, but they're just almost like they're driving it into the ground where they're so, like, bent on the old ways and things were. Like, even conversations that I have with people who are baseball fans, it's nothing that's like – current they're all talking how things were back like one guy i work with will non-stop talk about mickey mantle and watching him play so that tells you how old he is and he's just non-stop beating the drum about they need to go back to you know slapping the ball around get a slap single hit and run and i just don't see i'm um, granted i i want that like watching dj lemayhew play when he's batting what well, like six or no that was like 400 with runners in scoring position or something like that it i mean i love that but you know you gotta you gotta be fluid with how you the times are moving in baseball because if you're not promoting the game properly and i just feel like they're just really just dropping the ball with just trying to spread what they actually have and they're trying to treat it as if it was back 80s 90s whatever it was so we only have we only have like two minutes left so i want to ask you this okay my theory is that if there is baseball i'm feeling less and less like there's going to be baseball this it's, season it's looking grim with like wimbledon canceling but even if let's say we have no fans in the stands and they get something in and i've gone as short as a 32 game schedule where every team plays everyone in their division four times home, four on the road. Wow. Uh, just based on, like, if it hits August and they're like, well, we don't want to scrap the whole season. We could do something. And I've said, I think if you right. win this, you're not – you didn't win the World Series. I think they have, an, they have to have another thing. Like, you won the playoff or whatever they want to call it. Come up with a new trophy. But if it was, like, 54 games or 32 games or something, you know, where it's a, a shorter – much shorter percentage, but every game means so much more. Do you think that that helps baseball in the long run in terms of uh, adapting the change? Because it'll be more like football where every game means more and it's more exciting. I, I totally agree with that. Um, I love how long baseball season is because I get to watch more baseball. But I feel like if it was a shortened season, maybe people will get more into it because it's just 162 games. I mean, that's a, that's long. I feel like if their games meant more in a shorter duration, I feel like more people would get in, would get into it because it's not just, Oh, 
the Yankees are playing again today, I can, I'll just catch the next one. It's a, and it comes a slippery slope. You're just you're not watching any games. You're just saying, oh, I'll just catch the next the next one. But I feel like if the more of I guess you want to say like a playoff atmosphere where every game yeah has like to be like win or lose. I, yeah, exactly. Like in football, sixteen games, every single game counts. And if you're in a tight race with the next person up with the one person below, you lose one game or you lose one series and that could knock you out. And I feel like that tension would really just drive the uh, fans to really watch, really get into it. Well, hopefully baseball figures something out to stay excited. Hopefully we have some baseball this year. I appreciate you coming on. You could follow Austin on uh, Twitter at a fishing mailman. Um, Austin, really appreciate you coming on. appreciate your time. Thank you for, for listening to the show um, and supporting Bronx Pinstripes. And uh, thank you for delivering all that mail. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. No problem. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.